Welcome back to the Daily Report brought to you by the COVID-19 Literature Surveillance Team. We are your hosts, Will Smith and Jasmine Robb, bringing you the highlights from our newest report. And on this episode, we discuss the disparities related to COVID-19 and occupational exposure. German researchers identify a protein that inhibits viral mRNA entry into host cells, and evidence that suggests that fecal shedding of viral RNA could be a marker of disease severity. Let's get started. The report for Monday, July 20th, 2020. By the numbers. The latest COVID-19 data from Sunday, July 19th, revealed record high daily cases in Kentucky, Louisiana, Oregon, and South Carolina. Also, over 100 Florida hospitals have reported that there are no more available ICU beds. Meanwhile, states continue to move forward with reopening as policymakers continue to struggle with balancing the health of the economy versus public health and the capacity of the healthcare system. Climate. Results of pool data from the Medical Expenditure Panel Survey between 2014 and 2017, which includes 100,064 person-year observations on adults over the age of 18, suggest differences in exposure via employment between races and ethnicities that may put minority groups at a disproportionately increased risk for COVID-19. However, other risk factors such as age of 65, obesity, Tobacco use and other comorbidities also play an important role in the severity of COVID-19. Epidemiology A quantitative review of 61 case control, cohort, and cross-sectional studies demonstrate epidemiological evidence for an association of male gender, older age, and comorbidities with COVID-19 disease severity and prognosis. Understanding these risk factors can aid in prevention and individualized treatment, but urge for further studies to explore these and other COVID-19-related factors. Understanding the pathology. A structural analysis of the SARS-CoV-2 virus performed by the Gene Center at the University of Munich in Germany found that the NSP1 protein shuts down host protein translation by binding to the 40S ribosomal subunit, resulting in immune suppression, suggesting that NSP1 protein of the SARS-CoV-2 virus could be the starting point for a structure-based drug design that incorporates this NSP1 ribosome interaction, which would allow the host immune system to combat the virus. Transmission and Prevention An evaluation of the effect of the South Korean response system responsible for early detection of COVID-19 revealed that out of 17,400 tested residents and 111 positive cases, of which 25 were asymptomatic, only two individuals required mechanical ventilation and there were no reported deaths for the period of January 24th to April 15th 2020. The authors believe that this response system's rapid quarantine protocol for positive cases, in addition to all their possible contacts, is responsible for these encouraging outcomes, and suggests this response system is a potential example for other countries to follow while combating COVID-19. Management 
A systematic review of 204 kidney transplant recipients with COVID-19 through 12 case studies conducted in multiple countries from January 1st to June 4, 2020, found a higher mortality rate of 21.2 percent when compared to the mortality rate of the general population from COVID-19 of 5.8 percent. Mortality was strongly correlated with advanced age, ICU admission, intubation, and a majority of the patients were treated with drugs that caused immunosuppression. Such as hydroxychloroquine, 34% were admitted to the ICU and 19.7% were given mechanical ventilation. A retrospective cohort study of 326 COVID-19 patients at Shanghai Public Health Clinical Center found that 20 patients, or 6.1% of patients who had Hep B co-infections, had lower pre-albumin levels, yet similar liver function tests, hospital stay duration, and discharge rates when compared to patients with COVID-19 alone, potentially suggesting that HBV does not exacerbate COVID-19-related liver damage or cause a worse prognosis for this population. Adjusting practice during COVID-19. The LST report today includes dental guidelines for optimized pediatric care and to minimize the risk of COVID-19 transmission during routine office visits and emergency situations for conditions such as cellulitis, severe tooth pain, and dental trauma. A survey of 220 participants at five major pediatric dialysis centers in China. Found that among families with children on long-term kidney replacement therapy, 78% or 171 cases reported COVID-19 had influenced their treatment. 61% described current difficulties. 79% were worried about difficulties in the next two months. 13% had depressive symptoms, and 11% endorsed anxiety, suggesting that COVID-19 outbreak. Has had a negative impact on both medical accessibility for children on long-term kidney replacement therapy and the mental health of their families. R&D diagnosis and treatments. A longitudinal study found that 21.1% of 217 laboratory-confirmed hospitalized COVID-19 patients had detectable SARS-CoV-2 RNA in anal swabs, and that the detection of such viral RNA in these swabs are associated with risk of increased disease severity, ICU admission, and development of gastrointestinal symptoms. A study compared the ability of six commercial enzyme immunoassays and eight lateral flow point of care assays to test for antibodies to SARS-CoV-2 in the sera of 28 COVID-19 patients. They found that while commercial enzyme immunoassays and lateral flow point of care tests were both able to detect SARS-CoV-2, Abbott, Affinity, and Biorad enzyme immunoassays had the highest clinical sensitivity and specificity. Continue to stay informed with us. Read less, do more. With COVID nineteen, lst dot org.